Hi, brothers. Welcome to the Black and Red podcast. I am Reno Ruiz, the National Collegiate Representative, and I'm here with Levi Frazier. Hello, everyone. Again, I serve as the CPR chair, and we are here on the Brothers of the Black and Red podcast. Yes, and we are so excited to be with you all today again for another episode. Today, we're going to be discussing things like chapter elections and some of the how-tos and best practices for them, and then spring break, everybody's favorite holiday. So, Levi, it is February, basically March oh. now, you know. Thank God for the leap year, I guess. Like, happy birthday to all of our brothers that were born on February 29th. Yeah, I shout am out so to glad you are. Like, one every four years. That's Exactly. Cool. I'm so glad you're, like, four to six years old. Maybe ten, if you're lucky, <laughs> 15. I don't know. That's really cool. You're a minor forever, which is really weird. But I am happy birthday to all of you, and I'm so glad we're almost to March. We're almost out of winter. It's horrible. I hate the winter. It is, like, freezing here. Today, a cold snap happened. It was, like, 40 degrees, and I walked out in, like, a short sleeve today. Yeah, the Midwest, like, like the entire just middle of the country is getting it right now. Well, and, and it's weird. Like, I'm in Texas, and I went to school in the panhandle of Texas, and... Right now, there's a bunch of wildfires that are like, like huge wildfires burning down um, a lot of acreage. I think there was like, I think I saw like 300,000 acres are on fire right now in West Texas. It's huge. And like, it's, it's the middle of the winter. Like these things are supposed to happen in the summer. I thought, why is it happening right now? Right, right. But it's just too dry. I hate the winter. I'm a spring and fall girly for sure. Yeah, I was very happy uh, that I got to move somewhere warmer. Um, there is winter here. It does get cold. I have actually um, already ashamed all of my uh, Midwest upbringing because it was like 50 degrees. I'm like, why is it so cold? Um, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, having said that, at least once a year at Iowa State, you would have to go to class when it was like negative 30 Fahrenheit out. So um, I will take this definition of... Uh, what winter is over that any day that should be illegal i think we canceled school at tech when there was anything over like an inch of snow <laughs> and when i grew up in high school if there was any snow if you could look and see snow or if you could look in at their temperature and see anything less than 32 degrees fahrenheit school was over school was canceled like completely so yeah we waited for the buses to literally be too cold to start yeah, the Midwest to me sounds like nightmare fuel because I could not do I could not do those temperatures at all. Yeah, we would always um, when I played on the golf team in high school, it would be like I think they probably start around two weeks from like now. Right. Um, if not sooner. And it, we would be out on like the driving range and it would be 35 degrees. I'm like, I can't even hold a club. What are we doing? <laughs> That's ridiculous. That's like child abuse, I think. <laughs> maybe it was like more like awful. 40, but I always was like, it's too cold. I hate yeah. preseason. It's yeah, I remember awful. those. Like, for us, we'd always talk about October early morning band rehearsals in high school. Because we'd have yeah, band I, rehearsal like, before school. I don't even want to know what it was like in the Midwest. I don't want to Oh, know. yeah, you just, you just brought, like, snow boots and, like, your parka. Um, I had to do that at well, Iowa State. Oh, your hot hands. Well, no. Like, okay, so, playing that trombone. 
we were we didn't really have like that many because it was done by the end of October, so it wasn't that bad um oh. for uh like weather it got down into the thirties or forties at night, but like it was usually okay um and we would do it only in the morning. But uh, when I did marching band in college, uh, we would just spray paint snow, basically, that was covering the field. And that's what we marched across. Um, and the lines just slowly disappear because you're kicking the snow everywhere. Um, uh, yeah. They wanted to that's put, like, cool. antifreeze in the, in the... Some of the engineers would be like, here, you can put this, like, watered-down antifreeze in, in your instruments so you can still practice or, like, still play and move it. I'm like, I will not be doing that. Thank you. <laughs> Honestly, I'd do it just to see. I'd be uh, no, so I don't, don't want to. I don't want poisoning. I mean, instruments get ruined anyways. It's marching band. Let's just get one of the old ones and test it out. You know, just gotta see for the you know for science. It's in the sake of science, so it's okay. It okay. gets a pass. No, I'm so, kidding. speaking of all this cold, though, like that's that is what it, we are finally looking forward to being done. Um, you know, spring is on its way. So that also brings. Spring break. Uh, I remember being in high school and going, I know, and like seeing on Snapchat was starting to do like college stories and stuff like that. And I would have these videos like we're on spring break. And I always re- remember thinking like, what is such the big deal about spring break? Why is it so exciting? And bear this in mind, I did not attend a college in my undergrad that had a fall break either. So it, was, it was, you just got Thanksgiving. That was it. Um, so when I got to college and you have to get all the way to Thanksgiving, I'm like, I understand why spring break is so amazing. Now I want to just be away from here and not doing anything. Um, and so it's always a a really fun time. And even now in grad school, I'm very much so ours is next week. I'm very much so looking forward to it and just, um, having some time where I can not have to do as much work. Um, get caught up on a few things, but like, you know, do my own stuff, uh, for a minute. But uh, I thought this would be a fun uh, point to talk about um, what fun memories uh, we have, uh, if any, from spring break or what is like a cool recommendation for brothers to go do or something to try. I have never done anything for spring break. I don't think Are you serious. Ever. I don't think so. When I was in college, I never did anything for spring break because I would always use that to go home to see my to see my girlfriend like okay but that's something because you, yeah, you just spend I mean, more time yeah i get i got to see her um i mean that was very nice i got more time with her but and now i don't get a spring break anymore like i'm so jealous i know she gets her spring <laughs> break in like a couple weeks and i'm like what the heck but we have something cool that we're doing so i'll talk about that in a little bit okay. i know but i mean i've always seen the things like she's talked about you know, the girls in our sorority will go to, like, Destin or or these other beaches in Florida or go to California together or something like that. And I've always thought that was super cool. But, like, when I was in college, I could I could never afford to do anything, really. Um, and I wanted to see her. So I was like, I you know, I could go with none of my friends did it. So I'd have to do it, like, a year in advance. Hey, guys, let's save and plan for this. Um in carpool there and then like all of us split a hotel or something which would have been awesome but it just never was something that we ended up doing and then i was like out of college before i would have ever even done it which was way faster than i expected bad i know did you ever do anything dude yes um so like 
I, I've done a few different things, stuff like fraternity related, not fraternity related. Um, it's not spring break, but this past semester for fall break, we went, it was myself um, and uh, another of the wind conducting students. And then someone from the marching band, we all decided to go to Bush Gardens um, because it's like two hours away from here. And that was that was really fun just to just to, you know, go goof off for a day and like just get away. Um, and the rides there were really fun and cool. Like we were having a good time. But um, I know other brother or like other brothers, but also other people who have like gone road tripping and just seen stuff um, or uh, <laughs> one of my friends in undergrad went to Vegas. Just was like, yeah, let's go to Vegas. Um, some people I think you're will, scared. You're too scared. Some people go I to the Ozarks. Um, in the at least in the Midwest area, like region, that's like a huge thing. People are always like, oh, we should go down to the Ozarks. Like everyone is obsessed with them. So that's always something really cool. Um, we would always go on like chapter retreats. Um, if we could, um, each semester around Thanksgiving break and and spring break, or like if we needed to just pre- uh, preference, then we would always usually do spring break. Um, and we would just go like to, uh, like a state park and have a, and rent a cabin, um, just have fun. Uh, I remember one year we played capture the flag, uh, in this huge, like forest landscape because there was this itty bitty little Creek, uh, just slicing through this area land. And we're like, okay, that's the boundary. Um, but it was, I think we must've played for like three hours straight. Like it was ridiculous, <laughs> uh, but we were just, we were just, um, having fun. Just letting off steam um, together. It was always, it was, I don't know, it was always a really cool time. Um, but also, like, going to see family. There was there was one year that uh, my province had a, a province-wide initiation, and then I drove from that down to an anniversary of my uh, initiating chapter, and they had their initiation, and I stayed with them for the weekend. So I think just traveling and going and doing something and letting your brain decompress is, is yeah. huge. Yeah, absolutely. That's... Well, I mean, you mentioned doing the capture the flag. I it was so fun for no reason. I would kill at capture the flag, Levi. I'm too competitive <laughs> for this. I would be fist fighting my brothers in that in that arena. I've been watching <laughs> yeah, a bunch we were, of ninja shows. It'd be over. We were definitely like we would be like, oh, you, you know, like if someone tried to to pull something, it was so funny. I'm like, guys, we we are taking this way too seriously. We would play kickball. And we'd do like kickball rush events and stuff, just in general. And I'd be screaming at the top of my lungs, "You can't do that! I can't believe you!" My voice would be so dead after. So funny. A capture the flag would be, go crazy. I'd love it. It was super fun. Um, it just kind of happened, but we would always like mm. go explore the the uh, the area we were at. We would do a brotherhood activity or two, like like deep dive together or something. Um, and then obviously like just hang there was one year where it lined up with the big 12 um, basketball tournament and we were playing Kansas oh. and we won um, so that was super cool we were like on someone's hot spot like hooked up to a laptop with <laughs> the TV and like it would come in and out <laughs> but we were like come on yeah that's awesome are you doing anything this year I know I mean you said it's coming up are there any plans I am going to get caught up on a few things. Um, maybe put together my apartment a little bit more because moving is a is a months long process. Is something I'm learning, especially when you live on your own. Um, and then I don't know, like read a book, um, maybe go see something. Uh, my brother has a gig coming up, I think, um, somewhere on the western part of the state. So he's driving over from Tennessee. So I'm going to try to see if I can't go see that. 
That would be awesome. Yeah. Yeah. That sounds great. I mean, I feel you on that moving, taking multiple months. Look at my walls. They look <laughs> yeah. barren. My I one mean, piece of artwork in my room is right above me. So mm. that's about it. I have better. My living room is much better. Okay. Much okay. better. <laughs> but, well, this year I'm excited. I've never done anything spring break. But my girlfriend, her spring break is March 22nd weekend, I think, around there. So her and I, totally impromptu, we're going to New York. Yeah, yeah. And this. we're going to go see, yes, and we're going to go see Hadestown and the Book of Mormon. I'm so jealous. Because they, they just got a new need for Hadestown, I think. Don't start with me. Because I'm so upset about it. We oh, bought the no. tickets. We bought the tickets so we could see Lola Tongue. And we are both so sad that she's not going to be there anymore. But whatever, it's fine. Four days before is when she's leaving. Dang. So we're like, oh. So we're really excited for that. We're taking like Spirit Airway or Airlines. <laughs> so we're like, yeah, we're packing. I have a camping backpack and I'm going to like pack all my stuff in there and Ziploc bags, get all the air out and then like pull it together because I don't want him to try and charge me for a carry-on. And then she's going to, like, pack super, super light. And we're going to just try and make it happen because it's a short two-day trip. But um, it'll be, like, one of those once-in-a-lifetime experiences. And I'm, it'll be our first trip together. So that's I'm really, really excited for it. Yeah. It'll be fun. It's going to be – it was literally, like, she mentioned it that night we bought the tickets Aww. for everything. So it was very impromptu. Yeah, I was like, I don't have the money for it. I'll budget it. And I budgeted it in. So I made it work. But I can't afford this, but I will. (laughs) Yeah, literally, that was me. I was like, I'll I'll pay for it. Like, I have the extra money, but I'm going to have to recuperate that loss. So I've just budgeted really hard, and we made a big plan. If if nobody knows this about me, I'm a huge organized, organized person in every single aspect of my life. I'm a clean freak. I I have like, like literally seven sticky notes sitting on my desk right now. Two pieces of paper that are full of notes with sticky notes on them and more. This book is literally empty. Every single page has something on it. I need to throw it away. So I'm a really organized person. So I that goes down to my budget too. I have every single cent that I make and lose and spend, I guess, um, calculated. Dang, so it's a good I had practice. to make cuts. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's a great practice. It's very annoying. <laughs> it's a lot of work. But, you know, it's that, it's something I enjoy sometimes. So, yes, I'm so pumped about New York because I was able to make it happen, and it'll be real special between us, so it'll be fun. That's, that's really cool, though. Mm-hmm. Well, Yeah, we'll see. I mean... Coming up soon. Coming up quick. Um, speaking of weather and getting excited for it to be warming up, um, we have uh, our great staffer, Brother Hunter Blades, back again this week for a new weather report. So, Hunter, please take it away. Yeah. Thank you guys for having me. It's always a pleasure doing the weather here on the Black and Red. Um, today, as you can kind of see behind me, we are at... West Texas A&M University, which is located in Amarillo, Texas, and it's home to the IOTA Pi chapter. So 
we're going to have a fun time today. Um, fun facts about Amarillo, Texas. Um, it is where the Quarter Horse Hall of Fame and Museum is. So if you're into quarter horses, that's like your thing, you know, uh, feel free to go visit it whenever you're in town. Um, also, uh, it is where Cadillac Ranch is located, and with the magic of video editing, this is what it looks like. We're now at Cadillac Ranch. Isn't that cool? I thought so. Um, <laughs> so, here we are at Cadillac Ranch. It's a great place right outside of Amarillo. Um, last fun fact, Amarillo is yellow in Spanish. So Amarillo, Texas is actually known as the Yellow Rose of Texas. Um, George Strait has a wonderful song about it. Uh, I really was just going to listen to it. It's a fun time. But what you're all here for, the weather. So as we transition into the weather, um, you can see that this weekend that we're going into, you've got uh, mid to upper 70s as the highs and uh, lower low 40s going into the weekend or going into the week. And then Monday, we've got a cold front coming through, so you'll see the temperatures drop about 10 degrees on the highs, about 10 degrees on the lows, so we're going to go from 70s and 40s in the weekend to 60s and 30s in the week. Um, as we are going below freezing, though, uh, do keep in mind that your pipes need to be dripping and um, anything that you don't want, you know, to freeze um, or whatnot, you probably should do whatever you need to do that. Um, if you want to though, leaving, leaving some beverages outside, perfect time to do that. Don't have to worry about it getting hot. Just saying, it's a great idea. Um, we are also in a waning gibbous right now. So if you're into moon stuff, lunar type stuff, there's that. Um, and then rain, not a lot happening in rain, uh, which does lead me to a more important part. Um, Amarillo right now actually does have a wildfire coming on um, in the outskirts. So do be aware of that. Stay safe. Um, prayers to those that are uh, impacted. And we are going to be looking at hopefully having that kind of dwindle out as we have this cold front come through. Hopefully the winds don't pick up too bad. Um, there is a fire watch or fire conditions on the weekend. So stay home, you know, close the windows, close the doors, and um, enjoy reading. Something, of, something inside. Movies, movies are great. Um, otherwise, though, um, my, my personal favorite part of this uh, segment is the uh, Artist of the Week, uh, Artist of the Weather. And so uh, the artist this week is Samara Joy. If you haven't had a chance to listen to her yet, she's a wonderful up-and-coming jazz musician. Um, she's actually gotten pretty popular now. Um, she's kind of been on the rise in the last two years. I really was just going to listen to her. She is phenomenal. And I really think you'll all enjoy it. But that's all I have. So greetings from Amarillo, Texas. And back to you guys. I cannot believe. So everyone, I swear on my life, on everything, we random pull every single weather update. And I was just telling everybody about the West Texas wildfires and iota pie is is in this like over 860 or 850,000 acres right now in west texas have been burned and iota pie is like right there basically um well shout out i hope everybody is staying safe and keeping that smoke out of their out of their 
respiratory system. It's probably insane there, I'm sure. I mean, just my Lubbock friends have mentioned it, and Lubbock is a little bit more south, um, like an hour south of a canyon, hour and a half. So, but that is crazy coincidence. Um, Hopefully everybody's staying safe there, and hopefully things get settled soon. But, yes. Well, Levi... You know, it is this time of the year, right? Speaking of seasons. Yes. Most chapters are in election season, right? Or getting there, yeah. Yes. I mean, I know I got a call the other day, and I'm getting texts from my old chapter um, preparing, and they're, like, asking me questions about my old platforms and... um, how to run the meetings and how to run the elections, where to vote and, and all these things. And I I felt like this was a perfect opportunity for us to really discuss. I mean, elections are such a taxing and um, challenging thing for each brother that's running for position for the entire chapter. Um, I mean, it totally sets the culture of the chapter for the next year, um, unless they do a more often than that. And, you know, it's it's just a big thing. Well, I, I wanted to talk about this, right? And something I've talked about a lot with you, and you know, is um, is the mindset that come that comes up with it. Um, I know you had a lot to say about the mindset. I mean, yeah, about um, all of it. Yeah, I think it's just important to reiterate. You know, this is um, it's it's an election for the chapter and the fraternity, right? So we're not like. I think a lot of people really get get into the weeds on this or they get into the feels on this. And I think it's just important to remember, like, in the grand scheme of things, one, um, this is not a huge, huge deal. It's important that we make the best decision for the chapter, um, but we're not changing the scope of um, the state or the nation or anything like that. Um, and it's just supposed to be who is currently best qualified who has the most time, who is the most knowledgeable, um, and who can best work for and serve the chapter as a whole. Um, and it's whatever the chapter feels right, it, or feels is right for the chapter. So yeah. uh, I know that things can get tense during these times, and I think it's just important to remember that that's the mindset going into it. Um, not everyone can be a Symphonian. So not everyone can be a leader or needs to be, right? Um, I, sometimes we can put these pressures on ourselves like I'm expected to do this or I'm supposed to. But um, what's important is, is to know who is going to have the best direction. Because what we all want at the end of the day is to have a really good time and to achieve all of our mission. So I think that's just the, the right place to start. Um, it shouldn't be for popularity. It shouldn't be for a, it should never be for a resume line. Um, yes. It, like really that's um it, if you're th- those benefits can happen but that shouldn't be your reason going into it right um so just having these these right ideas in place you know someone might have said something along those lines a long time ago um mm-hmm. so we were going to talk kind of about like best practices and how to how to move through what it is to do elections and how to how to come out um with the best possible outcome. And I think really all of it is what happens beforehand, right? Um, You know, announcing, like, remember, we're going to be having uh, nominations this day. So be thinking about if you're going to want to run for something or rerun for something. And I think it's important that people talk about it and people talk about, you know, Mm -hmm. if they're interested in something, be like, I am thinking about 
um, doing that and I was thinking about doing it for this, this or that. What do you think about that? And, and listening to the chapter and talking to whoever was in the office and seeing what's going on. But there's all of that prep can make all these things so easy um, once we get there. Yes, definitely. Something you said about the resume line. Um, I just thought about, you know, my chapter was really big on that. We talked a lot about, you know, this isn't something that you're doing for for your resume. And I mean, even joining the fraternity, we were like, this isn't for your resume. Yeah, this right, is like right. a lifelong thing. And um, when it came to elections, I still have just the other day when I was sending my old platform to one of the guys that's running for president, my old chapter, I looked through who had edited it. And I had people from, you know, my chapter, we do platforms. We write a speech, basically, and write all of our things that we care about. I mean, almost like a political platform, I guess. All the things that we are trying to target and trying to do in that office um, are, you know, we address things like, I, in mine at least, I addressed some of my weaknesses personally, some of my strengths personally, all the things I wanted to accomplish as a chapter president. And we submit them to the chapter, and it's really common practice. I mean, they're public documents, um, for us at least, so we don't say anything that can't be said. So, I mean, for mine, I was looking, I had the old vice president of my chapter, or no, yeah, the old vice president and historian of my chapter, but that was there before me, um, and he was the president of Kappa Kappa Psi at, when he was vice president of my chapter. So I had him read it. He made edits. I had um, a member of no organization in the School of Music read it and because she was a good friend of mine at the time. I had multiple brothers from varying generations of my chapter read it and all to give me advice, kind of like advisors for me, I guess, um, on you know things I'm missing in there. Like, why would I say this? This isn't something I would actually do in this office or this doesn't apply to this office. Um you know, like, why am I mentioning FEO stuff? I'm running for president and and all these different things. And it was all that preparation aspect for me. You know, it's something we care about so much. And as we're running for a position, we want to devote a year of our life to being in this position. Um, You know, it was all that prep work. It's almost like a job interview. And, you know, why would why would you choose me over choosing, you know, John Doe? who's who also cares and has worked for the fraternity in his in his different ways and it, i mean it's a challenging thing it can be absolutely taxing on everybody involved the chapter um it, it can tax relationships in the chapter sometimes of course and um thankfully my the way we had operation is you know we had our nominating committee which was made up of our what we called our standards committee and they work and they're a completely diverse group from the chapter making up all the different member classes um different officer and non-officer positions to make it an equitable um, committee and they would look at the different people and um in an unbiased opinion see who they would put up for nomination for all the different all the different officer positions which was I'm now really grateful that we put that in place because it was extremely beneficial to to kind of ease some of that um that uneasiness, I guess. Um it calms some of that uneasiness. Yeah, I think I mean, doing a nominating a committee is time. nominating committee is really important. Um because you're getting a bunch yes. of different people to to think about different aspects and say, This is what 
we think and we put thought into it. And I think that does kind of take away some of that, like, I want to do this. It's like, well, the, we're, we're actually vetting this person sort mm-hmm. of thing. Yeah. Um, which you said in there, and it made me think, um, you know, doing platforms and whatnot. But um, so we're, we're talking about like how um, you should, you should definitely go in knowing what's something you want to accomplish. I think everyone often gets down in how you, you're supposed to talk about something that needs fixed. And there's probably going to be plenty of that to happen. However, um, it's also important, I think, to set new goals and to be positive and to think about how things can improve. Um, because that that also sets the tone of how, how you're going to move forward. Um, yeah, yeah. But we don't do like uh, like a full on. I, I don't. I, I don't know if too many chapters have ever heard of doing this, but some of, some of them like that sounds like you're campaigning. Um, yep. And it's like, no. And I, I hear that in other organizations more so than in um, fraternities, but especially within Symphonia. Um, but, you know, we're not running against someone. You're just saying this is what I would do in this office and someone mm-hmm. else might also have an idea and that's OK. Um, equally important is how we handle what happens afterwards. You know, um, if yeah. you if you don't get it. Um, and you're dejected, um, you know, make sure that you remember why you first joined in the first place, what what made you feel like you wanted to be running for something, because um, hopefully you're not running or you didn't join just to run for a position. That's a yeah, uh, that's a bit of a strange reason to run to, yeah. to pledge a fraternity, <laughs> I would think. Yes. Um, so so, you know, stick to those things. This is just what everyone thinks is, is best right now or what they want right now. Um, yeah. But all that prep before the, uh, the the election with, you know, getting information, the nominating committee is huge. Um, when it comes down to the night, that is obviously where sometimes sometimes things can get upsetting. Um, obviously, I, I usually recommend for just do a secret ballot. Um, I do think people should have to go up and talk about what they want. Uh, Q&A's tend to be a very like a panel style thing for a set amount of time. Make sure you set time limits. Um, but uh to be able to ask questions and, and really be deliberating on this, this very important topic. And then um, sometimes chapters will discuss um, before uh, they elect and they'll have the brother leave the room. Um, I have a lot of different thoughts about that personally. Sometimes uh, we always operated on the idea of if it's important enough to say, you should be able to say it in front of your brother's face. Um, I agree so, with we, that. <laughs> so we did not do that. Um, I also would go one step further than that and say, I think discussion should be taking place before these meetings. We should be thinking about what we want next year before we get to the night of not, mm-hmm. not in the exact moment that it's happening. Um, and that's how the nominating committee can help, obviously. Um, but then, but then using a secret ballot is, is usually the best. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I, I think that there's other examples where, you know, sometimes if it's a really small chapter, there'll be like anyone opposed. Um, no one raises their hand and it's like, okay, cool. Um, but uh, when it, you know, when it, when it's, when two, when two people are very, very passionate and when they, um, when they both have great ideas and you know, it's going to be contentious a little bit, I think, you know, just, just go to the secret ballot, um, invite the faculty advisor to, um, assess the vote and verify it and to kind of keep a, a calm level. But it's important. The mindset is the whole thing. It's what do I, what do we want as a chapter? And if I'm running, what is it I want to see or do for my brothers? Yeah, definitely. I mean, something that you know about me and 
others may or may not know is I really love like leadership books and, yes. and reading about leadership and learning about leadership um, for, for myself and in my career and, and everything. I just, you know, I don't ever want to be a bad leader if I'm ever in a position to lead. I don't ever want somebody to see me as one or as such. And that's something I really took to heart. So for all my brothers that are looking to run for positions and, and looking to, um, you know, or are now in a position, you know, think about a lot of like, what is your why? Like, why do I want to be the chapter president? Or why do I want to be the FEO or the, yeah, the historian, yeah. whatever? Like, why me? And really, like, think about that. And then after you think about it for a few minutes, I want you to analyze what you're saying. And think and and when you're when you're analyzing that, listen to your wording. Are you saying me, 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 or are you saying us? Right. You know, yes. Those those kind of things. You know, there's always these memes and pictures and jokes about, you know, a manager is at the a manager is, you know, behind telling everybody to go what to do and or go do this and what to do. And a leader is in the front of the pack. And, and and leading the charge, they're the first person to be to be out there. Um, you know, whether it's on the battlefield or or in the chapter room. Um, and and examine, you know, why you isn't just you know, oh well, I can do this, I can do this, I can do this, but you know, we want this, and I want this just as much as my brothers do, or I feel that I can be be the person for us because we need these things and. I can see that or, you know, whatever that may be. I remember when I was running for my first term as president and I remember those challenging thoughts. I mean, I worked on my platform for no joke two months, I think. I'm not even joking. And I wrote it and then rewrote it and then rewrote it and rewrote it a thousand times because I could never get across how I felt about our brotherhood and our chapter. And eventually it, it came to fruition and things worked out and I was elected and our chapter flourished because, which wasn't because of me, but because of all, all of our brothers uniting together on the ideas that we were putting forth as Symphonians. And, you know, I'm very grateful that I was able to serve them in my best capacity with all of my mistakes and all of my wins, fails, and everything in between. Um, and I think that's a big thing to, you know, ask when you're doing those the Q&As, if you can, ask how do you take failure? Because every officer is going to fail a thousand times over. Um, I mean, that's something they ask in interviews. What's your biggest weakness? And, you know, if I were to get asked that, I would say, I put on the horse blinders, and I do say this, I put on the horse blinders sometimes, and I just go, 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 go. I see point Z and I just have to get there. And I don't stop and look and, and ask for help when I need it and um, collaborate as much as I possibly can. But, yeah, I love, I love election season. I don't know about you, Levi. I love it because it fills me with that fraternal flame. I was beaming with pride the other day. I got a call from one of my closest brothers from my chapter and he had, he had just stepped down from um, 
the position he was elected to a month or two ago because the chapter just wasn't, you know, he, he just felt like he couldn't serve in that position and, and be mm-hmm. beneficial to the chapter anymore, which is extremely noble of him. I was like, I, you have, you are doing something I don't think I could ever do. Um, and he called me the other night and he told me that a different brother came to him and wanted to run for that position. Another one of my closest, um, closest brothers from the chapter and him telling this brother a that, you know, burned that fraternal flame in brother a more than he had had. And he said in a year and all of a sudden he was like, I need to run. I, I just feel like I can do so much more. And I, and he was just telling me all about this and I was just beaming with pride. Like I, you know, I'm so proud of you. And then, and then I text my little, who's the current president and he's rerunning. And then my, one of my other closest friends was just initiated and he's running for a position now. Um, and which, you know, if, if he gets elected, they're going to have to, or just for him to run, they're going to have to get rid of that 120 day rule and vote to, um, vote to overturn that, which they didn't know about. So I had to tell them about that. (laughs) (laughs) Um, and I was just, just beaming because to me, you know, in my, in my profession and everything, it's hard to see the tangible outcomes of, of what you do as a human, right? As a human, as a leader, as, you know, a symphonian. And seeing these brothers that I really put a lot of effort into because I love them and care about them so deeply. I mean, they're some of my closest friends for life. Doing something that, and believing in something that means so much to me, I was like, you know, I've made it. I've fulfilled my duty in life. I'm done. Like, strike me down tomorrow. I'm good. Like, I'm happy. <laughs> I'm ready. And, um, you know, that was one of the most fulfilling moments of, for me as a symphonian. This happened like two days ago. Um, and I'm sure you've had many moments like that as well. Recently, but, yes. Um, yeah. But, uh, no, I totally know what you mean. Um, yeah, I have been keeping in touch with my chapter, kind of like just checking in, um, trying to be a good alumnus and stuff like that. And uh, the FEO and I will have chats, and he's the FEO right now because he is so into everything that Symphonia is, um, and it's awesome. Uh, I pledged him, so like mm-hmm. it's it's uh, he wasn't my little, but I'm like that's my that's my guy. I, he's doing what I taught him, and it, <laughs> it it's a really good feeling. Um, but he'll call and ask questions, or you know he'll um, if if uh, we talk about something, and then he'll go he'll give feedback on it, or he'll think about it, or he'll call me and ask a question or I'll be like, so what do you think about this? And, um, it's just really cool to, to be like, they get it, they get it. Um, and to see the right things happening. Uh, I recently now have been really enjoying this semester with all of the CPR election cycles. Cause, um, a lot of people are getting propped back up and that's super cool. Cause I know that they're doing the right job and their provinces, they're doing the right job. And so it's like, yeah, you know, it's like my guys and I get to celebrate with them. And then, you know, for the new people coming into the council, it's like, this is going to be cool. This will be the last group I get to work with uh, in this position. Uh, I know, sad. It goes by so quick. So um, but still excited to get to meet um, new people within the council and just see where it goes from there and see what we want to do after this. Um, so I a lot of that's really important. Um, and I think it makes me think too. one of the things people always ask is like, you know, what can I do after this, like after collegiate level? And uh, I think it relates to elections um, because we're talking about it's exciting when people when you see 
leadership happen because the chapter is is trusting or the province whomever is trusting this person to to make the right calls and and saying yeah we 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 know that you are the person for this right now and that things are going to be taken care of um so at a chapter level you should or at a province level you definitely like, should immediately follow up after election before your installation with the predecessor, with the faculty advisor, or the governor, and be like, so what do you what do you want to see? And with uh, you know your brothers in your chapter or in your province, and and talk to them and and start getting ready to do things because um, that also makes your life a lot easier. And when you're not making it up on the fly, if you can just plan it out a little bit. Um, but then after that, you know, staying involved at the chapter level, just being a good alumnus, being a, a leader amongst the alumni is a possibility and trying to get the guys together, trying to get them to stay on top of what the chapter is involved with, what the national fraternity is involved with. So there's those sort of like informal ways, but also no matter where you reside, you're probably in a province. <laughs> And there's probably some chapters. So, you know, reach out um, to the governor and see if there's an opportunity for you to serve somewhere. Maybe a chapter needs a faculty advisor, um, you know, or they're looking for a new province alumni coordinator uh, or they just want people to help who are good with helping chapters run operations or whatever. But there are so many ways to be involved and volunteer afterwards. And that's part of what keeps us involved and keeps us making music. So. Um, I think it's always important that that you think about what your what and your why are like you said it really well. And then um, to think about what what does it look like after? Not that mm -hmm. what am I going to do next? But, but, you know, what do I want to have seen happen? And then and then know that there's more always going to be more opportunity available. Yes. And and something you had mentioned before was the open discussions where there were the, the candidates are in the room. Um, and that's something my chapter didn't do, but I was always an advocate for because you know, the, there's something to be said about like, if there's something negative, you don't want them to, you don't want them to feel bad or feel targeted. And something I'm a big advocate for is, um, you know, the brotherhood is a family and this is con kind of controversial opinion. My opinion, I understand the brotherhood's a family and personal business needs to stay out of it. But at the same time, personal business sometimes can be chapter business. You know, if, if you live with five brothers, and there's a bunch of beef in the house, you know, that's going to that's going to cause problems within the chapter. You know, let's just be honest. And and I think chapter elections are one of those times where you put all things aside that are irrelevant to the conversation, because this is yes, that chapter elections are, are one year. Right. But there's so much more than that. I mean, one election cycle can change the course of a chapter completely. Mm -hmm. for decades mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. i mean i have seen chapters be be grow grow into into these extremely beautiful strong organizations from one election cycle with one phenomenal leader in that or i've seen and you have seen and both of us have worked with chapters that have had the opposite effect happen yep you know all it takes is one i, I don't know what the what the quote is but it's like, you know, all it takes is one poisoned fruit to like hurt the lot or something like that. Um, and, you know, they're, but they're very serious and, and take them as such, you know, keep everything professional, be respectful because they are your brothers at the end of the day. Yes. You know, they are your family, you know, at the end of the day. And we're all here to but, do one common thing and, and yes. you know, focusing too much on this or, or making this the end all be all that's, that's getting lost on, on the way. 
Yes. Election shouldn't be, you know, I'm leaving if if XYZ is elected. Because XYZ doesn't have the power. The chapter as a whole does. Right. You know, right. the president doesn't make the votes. The chapter does. Um, and, and I think chapter elections are, are something, are something beautiful because you get to see your brothers grow into even more, grow into the men that they are destined to become. Right. And you, right. Yeah, we got to cool heads and, and just figure it out. Yes. Um, I mean, this does, you this know, does I love make, it. <laughs> this does make me think back. Um, and I do think that, you know, through the leadership opportunities that I was and still am, uh, afforded uh, within the fraternity uh, has done a lot for me personally, um, just in perspective wise and growth wise. I mean, it's definitely made me more connected um, to what a lot of our teachings are, and I can utilize those. And I've had so many wonderful opportunities to meet brothers and um, make music uh, because of this. And so um, that is that's definitely part of uh, what makes me think of why I give to 1898 forward. Um, and I think I think elections is a is a perfect time to discuss this, you know, um, when we're talking about making sure that we uh, can improve and revitalize the fraternity from post COVID, just like how people are wanting to improve and continue to grow their chapters. Um, but also, uh, if you are someone who definitely earned skills um, in whatever way through a, uh, an officer position within your chapter or in the province, we do ask that you give to the 1898forward.org fund um, and help the current people doing that to be able to enjoy the same opportunities that you had um, and to also incentivize for new programs to come um, for alumni to stay involved. Definitely. I mean, you know, I work in nonprofit and I work in fundraising and I love it. And I'll tell you, and I think I speak for almost everybody I know, if not everybody I know in the fraternity currently, um, everybody, every brother that has walked through the doors of this fraternity, their life has been changed. No matter what, their life has been changed in some so. way. Yes. Yes. Um, and, you know, don't let that mark be something that goes away. It's not dry erase marker, it's permanent marker. So... Please, brothers, if you are able, um, you know, give back to the fraternity and give back to your newer brothers and their future as Symphonians and as men of the highest type. But, well, Levi, this has I been good discussing. I know it is always great. I always look forward to these days with you. Um, me and Levi purposely block each other in between every podcast, so we have to catch up. <laughs> yeah, that's part of the lore um yes yeah we have we have been really busy and like not really chatted lately it's kind of crazy yeah no this I, um, I i still am stuck in saying semester for everything i need to get out of this like, <laughs> i can't say that anymore i say that at work and people are like what i always have to elaborate but this winter has been absolutely insane with my job so I'm glad we're almost done with with all the craziness. I think just another month, I, a month or so. Yeah, I'm, and then we'll be able to talk so, every day. Very much so. Looking forward to spring break next week for a lot of the same reasons. It's um, there's just been 
this semester is the heavy work semester for sure, and mm-hmm. it's just been a lot. So I'm I'm ready to decompress. Um, I had a really good. We got to all all three of the the grad conductors um, got to work with the wind ensemble today, and we did the first movement of. Um, Hindemith's Symphony in B flat. So that was. Ooh. I have been stressing over that, but also like looking forward to it for like the last three weeks. So uh, having it done feels amazing, but also getting to do it was really amazing. Um, so I'm just ready to now like sit for a few days over spring break yeah. and not think about anything school related. That makes sense. Well, um, like I said, it's been great chatting with you and brothers. We hope you enjoy. Um, please check out the social medias for Find Me Alpha and make sure you're following everything. Yes. Um, our Instagram is at Find Me Alpha. Facebook is Find Me Alpha Symphonia Fraternity page. YouTube is at Symphonian NHQ. So Symphonian NHQ, two N's in there. And um, you can, and you can have- find. Oh, yeah, all of, you can catch all the episodes um, on twitch.tv when they stream live. Um, and then they are also available on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Yes. Thank you so much, brothers, for joining us today. We hope you have a good next couple of weeks. If you're on spring break, have a good spring break. If it's coming up, have a great one. Be safe. Um, thank you all, brothers. Hail Symphonia. We'll see you soon.